This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Welcome to a new episode of Napkin Scribbles, and we are now all the way to H in our alphabet for global humanity. H, I'm taking from the Mandarin language, one of the three great languages, universal languages, if you will, of the world, English, Mandarin, and Spanish. But H is a he-he human, H-E-H-E, a he-he human, Mandarin. The great unresolved question of the human species, how to get along with one another. We've solved other less important questions, like how to grow enough food to feed the planet, but we haven't solved this one. He-he is portrayed as the essence of Chinese culture, where 56 different ethnic groups need to learn to live together. And they found common ground in this Mandarin word. Actually, it comes from a a Confucian concept, but it's he-he. The Chinese character for peace and harmony, H-E, depicts rice stalks, that's on the right side, and a mouth on the left side. So this ideogram makes clear that peace cannot be separated from food security and communication. So while he alone just means peace, the doubling of H-E-H-E, he-he, intensifies and emphasizes the meaning in Chinese that you can't have peace and harmony without food and sustenance. The traditional meaning was along the lines of harmonious and gentle, but it, over time it came to mean peace and harmony. And you get peace and harmony by taking care of the immediate needs of the human species. In the he-he worldview, there are three harmonious relationships. First, the harmony between humans and nature. Human life is part of nature and natural life. Second, the harmony among people, where we bring together into harmony our, our oppositions and our fractions and, and, and factions so that our common values might cooperate and harmonize in a, in a global village. Third, Harmony within oneself. Um, you, you have the, this harmony that comes from within. Some of the most incisive words written on the Holy Spirit come from Jonathan Edwards, who did not know the concept of he-he, but wrote about it in a, in, in a different way and, and sensed its importance. And here are these words. Are the most famous preacher in American history. It was made especially the Holy Spirit's work to bring the world to its peace, beauty, and perfection out of chaos. For the beauty of the world is a communication of God's beauty. The Holy Spirit is the harmony and excellence and beauty of the deity. Therefore, it was the Holy Spirit's work to communicate beauty and harmony to the world. And so we read that it was he that moved upon the face of the waters. John Edwards right there could be writing about he-he. 
I want to make a distinction here about what I do mean by he and what I don't mean. In the West, humans are encouraged to live a balanced life. In fact, what we've done in the West is reframe yoga away from harmony to balance as the primary metaphor. Balance conveys a balanced being or balancing scales where you must even things out or equalize the weight. If you're working too hard, like weights on either end of a barbell, you must even things out by play or leisure. And by this definition, hear me, Jesus didn't live a balanced life. Now I admit, I'm temperamentally allergic to the word balance, which often means to get rid of the weird and wonky, the lopsided and the topsy-turvy. But that's where the art is. That's where the creativity is. That's where the imagination flows and flourishes. As much as I despise that metaphor of balance, I love the metaphor of harmony, equilibrium, which is really at the heart of he-he. Life is not a balancing act. Life is a dance floor, a dance in the park, a dance in the dark, a dance in the rain. And all dances are tipsy and dizzying and askew. In fact, in martial arts, the most dangerous moment for a participant is when that person is in a position of balance. Balance is precarious, the most likely place to get injured, and the posture that leads to defeat. In the language of martial arts, the winning position is a posture of rooting and sinking into the ground. Our music and our melodies are not just how we speak to God, but how we speak to one another. And here is St. Paul to the church at Ephesus. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your hearts to the Lord. How did we miss this all these years? A Jesus human communicates to one another in melodies, vibes, chords. What's your daily music? I love classical music, and I know it's, it's going down and down, but... It still has a hold, especially in the East, if it's dying in the West, to hear 80-plus musicians playing together in harmony at the top of their form. This is rapture. And when we think of harmony, or what I like to call harmonious difference, it's better not to think of multitasking, which is randomly juggling many things at once, and to think of simultaneous inclusion which carefully jigsaws diverse items into a coherent pattern and place. We can do many things at once, while at, the, while at the same time focusing on one thing we are doing. I'll never forget seeing in YouTube uh, Miranda Lambert. She was in a Wichita doing a concert in October 2019. And there was an eight-year-old girl named Remy, who had a muscular disorder so that one side of her face didn't match the other side. And Miranda Lambert brought Remy up on stage during her anthem to Difference called All Kinds of Kinds. And that was a moment that we all reveled in and luxuriated in. But let's be real here. People don't really like difference. Humans like sameness which is the basis for homeowners associations, condominium boards, Hollywood celebrities, 
zoning ordinances, franchises, and Twitter, which is now X. We like the idea of difference, but we enforce conformity and sameness and uniformity with all the might at our disposal, especially in the church. But the same spirit who calls us to the exclusivity of our Lord Jesus Christ calls us to unconditional love for all peoples and the diversity of their religious experiences. So we need to learn this word, he, he, harmony. The harmonizing of difference. In fact, the Holy Spirit may work in a wider human register than the one we are comfortable with. It seems that for Jesus to live, work, and play successfully with others requires an intellectual commitment to a type of social order in which others are given the freedom to follow different paths and pursue contradictory ends. To be fully human, to be created in God's image, is not just to think and be able to use our gray matter, but to think differently and to come to very different conclusions about some gray matter things. So will we, as human beings, learn to live together in peace and harmony in he-he? Or will we burn together in hatred and war? The choice is ours. Live in harm or harmony. When you sing in harmony with a congregation and there is such togetherness and concord that the hairs stand up on the back of your neck and your spine shivers, that's the sublimity of community. That's he-he. And I want to be a he-he human. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. This episode contains notes and thoughts from Jesus Human, Primer for Common Humanity, Dr. Leonard Sweet's latest book, which can be found on Amazon.com. Remember, Napkin Scribbles is brought to you by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet, happy scratching and scribbling.